right, so here we go again. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> First time wasn't really uh, successful, so we're starting over. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Um, I'm so yes, excited. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're laughing because you're like so formal. <laughs> no, no, this is not a formal, you know, interview. So just relax and go with the flow. I think I'm nervous because, like, I was like, oh my god, like the water dream. I've always loved your posts, and you know. Aww yeah yeah so excited and like and then the when i heard that you were doing the almanac with claudette for sky astrology i was like wow that's so perfect yeah so it's really cool the way we connected too right um so let's yeah, tell yeah. people a little bit about that because that's that was uh it was really nice how did how did we connect i think it was because i posted something on sky astrology right yeah I found you through Sky Astrology because I think I had looked on the hashtag and then I saw your video and Claudette reposted something that you shared. And I thought that was so cool. And then I checked out more of your stuff because, you know, Sky Astrology is still something that people are relatively learning about. So it was really cool to connect with someone who is really passionate about sharing it because... Mm -hmm. I feel that within me. I'm like, I want people to know about this. It's so important. <laughs> I know how huh? it's like, sometimes you don't, you feel like you don't want to like push things on people, but then you're just like, listen to me. It's really profound. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's so like, I, just look up, tap in, you know, <laughs> you just want to yeah. share that and encourage people. Yeah, and then and that's that's why I, I like just sharing, you know, my experiences. If people resonate with it, that's perfect. If they don't, that's fine. Because, you know, we all have different paths and different things that we're going to be connected to. So that's normal, you know. Some people are going to be more, uh, yeah, maybe as astrology or sky astrology. Some others are going to be more, um, like, aliens. Others are more, like, just the witchy stuff, you know, which I like as well. Like, reading cards and stuff. I like that, too. Mm -hmm. But I like everything, too. That's the thing. Like, I think I'm, like, I don't have like I was telling a, a friend the other day it's like uh, yeah you know how some people say well like for example I heard someone said like yeah, I'd like to stay in my lane um in terms of like what gifts I have and stuff and I'm like I don't know if I have a lane I feel like I'm on a highway and there's like eight lanes and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like one yeah. oh and then I'll go over here and then but you know we'll we'll find our like path at some point like me for example I feel that way and and what I see with you is like you're so connected to not only um, sky astrology but also water. So that's really nice to to, mm -hmm. to see as well the, the water lens. I really like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I relate a lot to the like the highway thing because I feel like I I bounce around like <laughs> when I see people who their their page is so focused or like they have one thing that always baffles me because I just on my page, like I'll have a post about art and then post about oh, yeah, astrology. Yeah. And it's just, it goes back and forth because it's constantly flowing in different ways. And mm. I feel like that kind of embodies our energy. Our soul might be here to share about many different things or more focus on one thing. And it kind of reflects mm. in the way that we share. That's true. And you know what? It's true. I haven't um, really seen um 
uh, the I, in your whole page maybe i have to take a look at it because for me you were more like water and sky astrology for me those and i was like wow that's so cool that she found her her thing you know um mm -hmm. and i kind of want to find and find my thing <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> no but, but it's true that we also have to kind of see other lenses too so that's that's cool yeah that's the, to have all the, the different perspectives so that leads me to the big question I wanted to ask you to begin with is how you're seeing what's unfolding in, in your country right now with the whole you know election and the results and all that stuff. And you told me, it was really funny how you, you told me like, yeah, somebody just asked me about it or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I was talking to my mom and she brought it up and I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> because it, it almost was like, it, it, to me, it feels like I really am living in like this different timeline because I don't, I'm completely detached from like the news and watching all that. I, yeah. I haven't watched that for like over a decade. And it's really strange to hear people like share about it and how invested they are in like their emotions with it. And I just, in everything I do, a lot of times I'll just be in this this stance of neutrality and and holding like a higher light because I'm like regardless of what's going on what is in our life right now and in our reality is the most important thing and we're just here to share our truth and speak from a place of love but when I see these things being spoken in the news a lot of times it just comes up as a sort of like separation lens where they try to stir people up with their emotions and get them to get angry because people who are angry and act from emotions can be the easiest manipulated. So yeah. I see it as like, they're trying to show us these events and stir people up so that people divide because it's pitting sides. You know, you mm -hmm. have like the Republicans and the Democrats and people that it's turning like neighbor and neighbor against one another. And I just feel that's really sad because when I speak to people, like regardless of their view, if they don't agree with mine or if I don't agree with theirs, I'm still going to love them unconditionally as a human being and respect them. And I, I feel like that's really important is just to remember as it comes down to humanness and we don't see things the same way, but it's really important to respect that and not start putting our judgment on other people because it's, it's more than just our world, you know, this is a whole world and a whole planet with so many different people on it. Yeah, of course. And me, I see it more as like, um, these two groups should get together and try to like change the system completely and yeah. that's why they're trying to divide them up so that they don't you know because people together are more powerful than yeah. just yeah so anyway i think it's it's more um that people should start realizing that hey I, i'm not gonna go against you because you're a democrat or vice versa it's more like we have to get together and overthrow this system that's completely obsolete right so yeah and <laughs> i was yeah i was also talking to somebody that was telling me that they felt scared like you know that they're like oh they're they're deleting twitter accounts and they're I'm, i don't feel safe and i feel like you know they they feel be like they're being tracked and stuff like yeah like we've been being tracked like forever 
first of all and now they're just making it obvious so that people will get scared and, and i'm like hey like stop feeding into what they want you to to do is, is have mm-hmm. fear and get angry those are the feelings that these entities or these you can call them evil forces that have been ruling the planet they feed off of that they feed off of fear and anger so if you're buying into all of that instead of staying in your zero point you know just you're just making it worse <laughs> because if, we, if you see it from the perspective that you're creating your reality, you're like, ew, if you're, if you're having all these feelings, then you're just going to have more of that coming to you. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It is really important to remember that we stand like the best with our power together. But when you're divided, you don't accomplish. Like, I, I feel like ultimately people really want the same goal, but it's the way that they go about it and we're not going to get any place by like hatred and division and war you really have to come together and see both sides and look a little deeper it's just like this time is kind of asking us to really tap into that inner humanity of ourselves i agree and also seeing it as like these people that are ruling the planet and you know are called evil forces it's more like they're they're ignorant they just they they feed off of all these feelings because they can't do it otherwise they can't survive otherwise so our job is also to bring that dark into the light and that's you know mm-hmm. as light workers or whatever you want to call us <laughs> the people who are here to bring you earth we're here to do that and instead of dividing each other up like that it would be better if everybody just kind of first of all focus on on your on yourself right on, on eliminating all those low frequency energies and then little by little you'll start bringing people that think the same way you do and yes. yeah so, yeah but it takes time people just want to change like one minute to the next and like they're like oh you know we just <laughs> we're not yeah humans (laughs) yeah (laughs) we have to cultivate patience and a lot of people really want change especially when these events come up like with the elections and it's like change starts within but it's something that you cultivate over time it doesn't happen overnight and if you if you expect it to happen overnight you're it's not going to manifest that way like everything it's like it's like a garden you know you have to take care of it you have to cultivate it yeah that's that's how it grows (laughs) yeah and then see what kind of plants you're putting in there too right because like yeah (laughs) yeah so people and things that you're putting in your garden and stuff i I know i had to redo my garden like completely it's so true though even even the most like beautiful garden has to be weeded from time to time because weeds can come up and that's so symbolic of ourselves like we really have to be mindful of our energy and ourselves because even if we're doing everything we feel is right these weeds can still come up they, there can still be thoughts because we're, we're human. We, nobody's perfect and mm. we're just experiencing it and being present and mindful can be so powerful in that way. Yeah. I just love the way you, um, you express your thoughts. It's like, um, how can I say this? It's like very artistic too, the way you articulate. Uh-huh. I love it. <laughs> 
Thank so you. That, yeah, and I love how you, you know the, the garden metaphor as well. It's it brings me to the the Congan water because you have to water the garden too, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was like, I was, I've been. It's so funny because it keeps coming up for me. The the, the Congan water. people. Somebody just asked me about it like earlier. Like, hey, really? it's Congan water. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like. I, well, I haven't tried it, but I know people, people I know have really good experiences. Can you talk to us a little bit about the Kangen water, your experience with it? Because I eventually want to try it. And you know what? I have water. At, it's not Kangen water, so sorry. I'm just going to drink some water right now because I got really thirsty <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. But please do talk to us about your experience because I'd, like, uh, I'd love to know more. There you go. There's the Kangen water. <laughs> yeah. I always like, I, I just let's see my water journey like started when i got into masaru emoto's work with water consciousness and crystals and i was just so fascinated by it that because i've i've always felt so spiritually connected to like nature and believing these things to be alive but seeing that like shown in scientific work was so significant and powerful and it just felt like it really tapped and opened something inside of me that was waiting to be unlocked like almost like you put a key in something mm. and then eventually I found um Kangen water and the wake and I was really called to go to a retreat and I got to try Kangen there even though even before I went like I never had any skepticism about the water I was so pulled to like the spirituality of it. And it was just like, I wanted to try it so bad. And when I did, it was, it really signified to me the power of the water and the profound experience and healing that we, we can have with it. And I invested then in my machine a few months later, and it's just been really incredible for me since then on so many levels. I know that you know, there's still a lot of people who don't resonate and some people may not be meant to take on like there's there's we're not all meant to have the same experience. But mm -hmm. the thing I really love about Kangen is the people that it does pull it, it just, it opens you up. Like it's really is this inner feminine touching you on all levels, it, it opens you emotionally and physically and spiritually and mm it's so powerful because I experienced a lot of healing within my own body, like physically, but also just spiritually. And it feels like a really deep journey. It's, it's connected me even deeper with water, I guess, because mm. I've always felt so connected and mm. I'm just really grateful. Mm. I heard <laughs> they call it like, like, like it's living water. Like the, apparently the water we yeah. drink is like dead pretty much. Can you explain? Yeah, can you expand on that? <laughs> yeah, it's none of the water is technically dead. It's just kind of a term because it's mm. it's more like stagnant, but oh. dead is kind of a good reference because if you compare like the polarity of living and dead, mm. but since the water that we drink, it's dehydrated because it has so many chemicals within it. And even when it goes into the the um our houses like through tap it'll sit in these pipes that are all like angles and right angles and water is meant to be free and flowing mm. the way that i kind of always see it is i think of an ocean versus a pond 
And Kangen water is like an ocean because every time that you run the machine, you turn it on, the water is free flowing and it's moving through with the electricity and water. But then if you look at a pond and you've ever seen the ponds with that when they get stagnant, they build up all that algae mm -hmm. and then they get green and infected. And then this is when diseases and um, algae blooms and all these other things affect ponds and other water. And that's kind of a manifestation of what the tap water and um, bottled water that we drink does because oh. even bottled water, if you look at it, like how long it, it'll take for it to expire, Water is, since it's alive, it's a living form. It doesn't want to be contained in ah, these little, you know, plastic containers. Okay. See, that's what I was, I was going to ask you next. Like, what about the, this, this kind of water? You know, this is probably a little mm -hmm. better than the tap water, but I know it's still not the same. And, and so now that I, that I hear what you're saying, it's like, um, when you put it in the machine, it like, it moves it around. Right. So it's like ionizing, right? Mm -hmm. Is that correct? I don't know yeah, it's, it's, it's. I always find it, I describe it as like alkalized water mm. because it's made alkaline through electricity and it, it basically mimics our bodies and the blue zones because there's nothing that the Kangen machine can do that you can't do. It's just that our body is in such a state of dehydration and disease that we do not experience this kind of healing. But if anyone has ever traveled to like the blue zones of the world where they claim to have healing water that people travel from all over to get, mm. that's basically what the water does. And um, Kangen was created in Okinawa, Japan, which is actually one of the blue zones. And oh, yeah, I heard of that. Okay. Yeah. Mm. The, the founder of Kangen and Enagic, his family died of malaria, which is a waterborne disease. And so he's been really passionate about changing water for the world because he felt the significance of water quality on his family. He lost his whole family to it. Oh, shoot. Okay. Wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. I had heard a little bit about that. Um, but that's, uh, that's, you know, I, I've had, um, I've had other people ask me too. So like, uh, why, you know, it's, it seems like it's a big business, you know, like why, you know, mm -hmm. why would we trust something that's like being so like this or whatnot? I, but I think, I mean, I kind of see it. It has to be a business anyway, because you're not, you're not just going to get it for free. Right. But, um, <laughs> but mm -hmm. how, yeah, like how to, because they're like, Oh, and it's so expensive. So that to me, it seems like a scam, you know, like, um, I would say more, I don't know, I, I am going to try it at some point. Um, it seems more like an investment to me. I don't know. How to, yeah, how it, it definitely is. That's how, to be honest, like I totally feel you on that because that was the biggest thing for me. I was like, this is so expensive. Mm. But then it took a big journey and I really, that helped me tap into abundance blockages and realizing that my whole life I've been kind of holding back on my health and not valuing myself because of like fear of money. Mm, and yeah. once I saw that, I really saw the, the value of investing. And to be honest, since then, I kind of laugh at myself now because I'm like, if, my, if I could tell my younger self to 
invest earlier, I would have, because it's like the thing that's changed my life the most. And wow. you, you don't always see that at the time, but, and not everyone might be ready for that, but it really does kind of mimic the emotional journey we have to go through, through it. And the kind of cool thing is if people do um, want to try the water without like getting into it, like we at the wake movement have a water share page. So we try to find people within your area and then they can help get you the water and you can try it and feel it and experience it before you decide like, Oh yeah, this oh, is yeah, something I want to cool. do. You know, that, yeah. that's really, I'd like to do that. Anyway, we have to talk about that after this. And you're going to have to find me a contact in France. <laughs> yeah. So I, I can at least try it, you know, and then and then make the decision later. Because that is kind of like, it is a big investment. You know, you know, you're, you're yeah. not, you're like thinking also, oh, maybe it works for this person, but who knows if it's going to do the same thing for me. And it's cool that you, you let people try it. Okay, cool. All right. Let's talk about that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, cool. Well, so then, and then you're also into art. So you're a really good artist. I just love your art. And that's oh, another thing you. I wanted to, to talk about with you. Yeah. Cause, um, if you guys check out her page, you're in Instagram, you're the water dreamer, right? The, the nickname. Yeah. Or the handle. Yeah. Like, yeah. The water. And then you have another page that I just saw. What's it called again? I do. Uh, aura code art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have a couple because then I also have <laughs> my sister and I have a music page called Mythesis. Wow. Nice. <laughs> okay, so you guys check out all her pages. She does amazing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that one, the, the second one though, that's like really cool. You draw people's auras. Is that what I understood? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Like tap, tap into their auras um, and what I feel and see psychically. And then I'll channel that into an image. They'll like people. You can send me a photo that you want me to, because I, I like, I like to work really like multimedia and a lot of things I do. So like digital, but also um, traditional art. And so it always comes out. And you know, since nice. our auras are many different colors, it always comes out really beautiful and vibrant in like rainbow colors. But no two uh -huh. are the same. Because all of our auras are unique, you know? Yeah, I heard it. It's, it's funny because, like, um, my one of my aunts, actually, when I was little, and I did not really think anything of, like, what she told me. When she told me these kinds of things, I'd be like, yeah, sure. And I didn't, I was not, I was completely asleep. If, like, you know, like, right now, if you're looking at these people that are, you know, um, just not, like, wearing masks and all that stuff, I was like, like that. I would have been wearing a mask, honestly, if I wouldn't have like woken up all of a sudden, like two years ago. But like, I was like, no, that's not true. She told me my aura was yellow. Like she, like mostly yellow. I don't know. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I don't know what that could mean, but um, <laughs> she's like telling me, yeah, it's like really yellow. And I guess when I looked it up one day, I was really interested though. I, even if I if I wasn't sure I, I could believe her, I looked it up and it's like, oh, yellow is like, uh, but this is in psychology, you know, it's psychology is like, um, Carl, Carl Jung is like the one that talks about these, all these colors. I don't know if you've heard about him um, and mm -hmm. it's relatable to the auras. And then, like, um, but he does, it's like a personality test and stuff. And like yellow is like very extrovert and, you know, very like, um, 
yeah, inspiring people, etc. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. And then I took that test. Um, it's called Discovery Insights, and I got yellow. Like <laughs> that was my most prominent oh. color. Yeah, so that was really oh, interesting. Wow. That's when I started being more like, huh. And I remember my aunt had told me when I was little, your aura looks really yellow. And um, and then and then another guy told me later on like that I had indigo color as well or something. I don't remember. Anyway, so yeah, it's been like you know people have been adding to my aura colors. <laughs> yeah so yeah cool it is it is interesting Mm -hmm. it can change like because you're it's fluid like you so the energy does shift and some people Ah. might um be in like a color more because they're just more tuned to that frequency but we do have all the colors and Mm -hmm. it can shift very quickly like even with your moods because i i see it as like the energy that fluctuates like everything you know everything is energy it's true yeah (laughs) you know what i did see somebody's aura one day a little bit like um that was really gray it was a person that was like super and i didn't even know like i was talking to this guy and and uh all of a sudden i'm like my god like there's a lot of gray around you and he's like how did you see that i'm like i don't know like and then later i started realizing all these problems he had and stuff but that, that was like when i just barely started tapping into all these these things you know and, and i'm still not able to like control it and be like oh i want to see an aura now i can't like it just comes to me but mm-hmm. yeah and it's true it, like i i totally agree and when you're going through bad moments you probably have more of like those grayish or brownish colors right i don't know and then when you're yeah. feeling good you have more of those other brighter colors and stuff like that do you do you feel like it's do you feel like they also like they they expand and shrink the auras of people yeah Mm. yeah they do because it 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 extends like way beyond our body but it's kind of like the it can get bigger based on like your feeling if you're really embodying that frequency and like that color like that color can expand and be more like dominant versus another color might shrink but it's really beautiful it's it's so beautiful like we really all are like rainbows and it is sad like how you talked about with the gray because you do see like those more muddled colors with people who might be depressed or Mm. um bogged down by things but their colors are there it's just like they're they're stifled it's so hard it's kind of like Ah. it starts within you and then it goes outward and Mm. that's when you really see the colors is when it's like a strong presence outward and how do you connect with that how do you yeah if somebody tells you I want you to see my aura and like draw my aura how do you do it do you like close your eyes like what is there something that you do honestly it doesn't really matter if I close my eyes or not I kind of like can see it because a lot of times I'll still have like visions and stuff when my eyes are open, Mm -hmm. but I just kind of focus and like tune into that energy, sometimes feel the energy, like my hands might start tingling a little and then I'll start um, drawing and a lot of times I'll even find as I'm drawing, they're, they're coming out in the drawing too. Because uh-huh. it's like an active channeling, and sometimes I don't even know until the drawing is complete, and then I see it, and it's like, wow, okay, that came through. Because sometimes 
there's been symbols like one of the girls that I um, channeled an aura code art for there was a dove that wanted to come through and so I put that on and then she told me that the dove had a really significance in her life at that moment so cool and so it was really cool yeah wow that's really cool yeah okay so you kind of just focus on the drawing and then when when you're drawing it it kind of comes to you at, at that moment you don't have to like go and meditate and close your eyes or anything like that mm -hmm. oh that's so cool mm, I see I see okay yeah and it's I guess it's a lot of like um you know because I'm really into this kind of stuff and I think I, there's a part of me that really doesn't trust you know like my ability to see these things sometimes even though they sometimes they just come to me but like then I'm like did mm -hmm. I really see that or you know what I mean so, mm -hmm. yeah it's, did you have yeah go ahead mm -hmm. I was gonna say the trusting ourselves is is like a big thing in society and I feel like that's a reason why you know society's conditioned us to listen outwardly and not trust ourselves but yeah. the more you trust yourself within that can really create a lot of amazing experiences for you but it's tough you know we're we're constantly kind of in that it's a journey of trusting yourself and loving yourself yeah I agree. I agree that self-love is like super important. And that's, I think, something that a lot of people in this planet are lacking and sometimes they don't even know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes they're like, they're like, no, yeah, you know, I'm good. Uh, I don't have any, I don't have any issues right now. I remember there's this one story that just came to my mind because when I started getting into meditation, which wasn't that that long ago, like if I'm telling you like right now that it, I, my awakening, I guess you could call it, I, I don't know what people can call that. Like when you just realize that something is, there's more than, you know, what you're seeing and everything. So anyway, 2018, but I hadn't really started meditating until like the beginning of this year. And so I'm like, um, when I started doing it, I, I told some people about it because I used to be on a track team. And I was all about running all the time and like competition and all that shit. So I was like, you know, it's a, it's a perfect way to like distract yourself and like all that energy that you have, to like channel it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But then when I started meditating, I completely stopped running as before. I still do it just because, you know, I want to stay healthy, et cetera. And I like moving my body, but not I'm like doing sprints or anything very often or anything like that anymore. Just sometimes. But like... <laughs> If I, you know, I feel like I need to like, oh, I feel like a lot of energy. But anyway, so I started telling my my ex teammates, you know, for example, I told one of them, hey, I just, you know, I just got into meditation, and you have no idea, it's amazing, etc. And you know, you start discovering a bunch of things about yourself and this and that. And what he told me was when I realized that people see meditation as something you get into when you're when you have an issue or when you're not doing well in your life or whatnot. He's like. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't feel like, you know, I need that right now. Like, like, I don't, I'm, I'm doing good right now. You know, I'm like, <laughs> like, you don't even understand. It's not about, it's not about doing good or not good. It's about opening up a whole new world, you know, like, in the yeah. a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like, <laughs> He didn't get it. I was so upset. I was like, "Oh, he thinks I'm got, I got into meditation because I my my life is crappy." No, it's like, well, kind of, but like, <laughs> well, it was I was kind of like not doing so good. But 
it wasn't only because of that, right? It was more like I really wanted to like tap into all these unseen energies and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird that he he thought that. I mean, it, it kind of reflects that we don't like we don't just need this when we're at our low. That's it, it's the constant connection. Like these things can help you grow, but if you only go to it when you're at a low, it's not going to be the same experience. And yeah, kind of like how some people, um, like some people might only have a connection with say if they're religious then god they might only ask for things from god or feel connected to god at their lowest you know but yeah oh my god i have another story but go ahead finish it reminded me of somebody else <laughs> go ahead but it, it goes beyond that it's it's like fostering a constant connection with what you truly honor and what you want to learn from yeah. not just like start and stop start and stop you know <laughs> yeah and you know not to like say anything bad about religion but i do feel like it's it's you know something where people look at something external they look to um they worship something mm -hmm. external. so that that um is definitely something that i was kind of hesitant about because I, when i heard you know about spirituality but then people would talk about god in it and i'm like what do you mean God? Like, what's God to you? You know, like, <laughs> so at <laughs> first I was like, nah, that's not for me. But, um, but then when you understand, I mean, most people in the spiritual community will see God in themselves and in everybody else. That's like, wow, it just completely changes your perspective of how you see things. And it reminded me, like, um, I went on, I went to Greece this summer and <clears throat> Oh, was so cool. Yeah, it was really awesome. I had really, like, really cool experiences, like, with a bunch of, like, synchronicities and stuff. And I went on this, like, party cruise, and um, there was these dudes there, like, both of them were religious. I don't think they'd be listening. To, I hope they're not listening to this podcast. No, nah, I don't think so. So, anyway... <laughs> So um, they're like, well, one of them in particular was like super religious and he was like, it's because of people like you that this world is the way it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I had no words. I was like, you know what? Like we, we have different views and stuff and I just, I left and then, and then they were like, no, you know what, you know, forgive him. He's just like, you know, very passionate. I'm like, yeah, very passionate. Thank you very much. But like, and, and he was upset, you know, of the fact that people would think of themselves as God. He's like, no, God is, you know, the most powerful. And ha show me that you're God. Tell like, Leo, open up the waters right now. He was like trying to tell me to do all these things. Like, That's not what being God is about. Like, <laughs> but honestly, at that point, I was like, oh shit. Like, how do I explain to him the way I see things? You know, I was and that's part of the whole path as well is like learning how to communicate all these experiences you know in a, in a way that other people will understand because when people like and that was like a big I, I felt it like a test you know it was like oh my god like he was like literally yelling at me and it's funny and I had I met this other guy is Italian guy not too long ago and um and then actually went on a, we went on a date and um but I, I like since the first time I saw him, I'm like, no, it's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hope he's not listening to this. No, I don't think so. Um, anyway, 
<laughs> no, but he was, I mean, just in case, he was a really nice guy. You know, I, I, sometimes I say things and I'm like, oh shit, that sounded like really dualistic or really mean and I should have soon have said that. But anyway, he was, he is a really nice guy. Um, but we, I just, you know, sometimes you just realize like when, that without even having to talk to the person that you're not necessarily going to be compatible or anything. Um, and he, he was religious. And so it, he kept questioning everything but like yeah like um it was really complicated for me to like explain you know and uh for example even when i talked to him about card reading and stuff like that it's like why don't you read the bible instead and i'm like oh my god <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i was like wow what am i doing here and you know what okay so this is this is really funny what happened because like um, so, uh, we, okay, so we went out, we had dinner and stuff, and, like, and, but, and we had, we actually had a good time, we were, like, talking, regardless of the fact that he was religious, and then he's, like, oh, let's go over to my place and watch a movie, I'm, like, okay, yeah, sure, and, um, and then he brought up something that was completely off, it's, like, okay, now I don't even know what I'm doing here, like, I'm just gonna go, I left, and guess what, when I got home, I didn't have my keys on me, <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> it was like past midnight. I'm like, shit. So I'm like, what am I gonna do? I get like, I'm not gonna stay out here. And like, so I called him. Hey, actually, I don't have my keys, and I don't like my. And I think I had a spare, but like at my ex's place, and he wasn't there. They were like, I think arriving the next day or something with my daughter. And I'm like, I yeah. Uh, and I have no friends around here too. So if I, you know, if I had other friends, I would have like called somebody around here. But I'm like, I called the guy. Hey, actually, you know. Can I come back? <laughs> so embarrassing. So embarrassing. <laughs> Came back. <laughs> yeah, thanks for letting me stay. <laughs> oh my yeah, god. That was really embarrassing. <laughs> you know, but it was like maybe a lesson. I don't know. Something weird happened there. Like maybe I should have been more more tolerant. I don't know. <laughs> wow yeah super interesting then we kind of kept in touch but like um but uh but no in the end like we don't we don't talk anymore because it's like yeah you just can't force people to view things your way you know they're they're no mm -hmm. it's like yeah you, you can try and he was trying he i think he was trying to do that with me and i was trying to do it with him so it's like no this is not a good idea so yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. It's, it's so interesting, like, a lot of, a lot, a lot of my family is, like, super strict religious, the kind where they're, like, you're going to hell, you know, <laughs> like. Oh, my God, really? They you tell believe. you that? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, my, um, my aunt, when I was a kid, since I didn't go to her Lutheran church, she told me I was going to hell. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. But I, it's, it's interesting because like religion to me, like it feels like it really is a lot of barriers and boundaries and strictness and not to say that it is for all people that I've met people who are religious, who are amazing and beautiful and wonderful people, but the level of judgment that people feel that they can have on others just because of what they believe like that doesn't resonate with me that's really 
what called me to spirituality because I always recognized God as like something bigger. And I was just like, no, I don't believe that God would like condemn all these people to hell. I don't believe God would judge people who are gay or lesbian or like eternally damn people in hell. That that just yeah. doesn't resonate. So that started me on that path. And it it opened up so much. And it's like I even if say it, I was completely wrong and there there was like a hell and all this and I was gonna suffer, I'd be like, well at least I was a loving person in my life. Like that to me speaks more yeah. than judging others. You know what I mean? Of course. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's just I don't yeah, it's crazy to think, you know, that God would be some somebody who's judging you and yeah, yeah. and also the whole hell thing. I mean it's it's complicated too, you know, because I mean there are maybe I don't know like karma and all that stuff that you know people go through. But I think that's more like what we live on Earth. Like Earth is kind of like mm -hmm. hell and heaven at the same time. And then you like once yeah. you die, you go to like somewhere where it's like completely a different dimension where there is no hell and things like that. It's like what is that? You know, like totally different. I don't know. So yeah. And then also the fact that, you know, just religion was, um, I guess the Bible has, I've heard it's been re rewritten so many times and like, mm -hmm. not, in the end, it's not really what happened. And some people, I don't mm -hmm. know if you've heard of this, but I've heard at least two people say, I think that two spiritual teachers say that um, Jesus was three people, like not one person that was going around the world. Apparently it's three people. And then the book, they reduced it to one. So yeah. I have heard that. Yeah, there's I've I've heard that and like so many different things. It's it's kind of like none of us really know the truth. And I've had so many like codes come through in the Bible, which is why like I started writing kind of a book. I don't know when I'm going to get it out, but eventually oh, I'm like so kind cool. of my decoding on some of the Bible because Mm. I just I'm like this isn't we can't take anything word per word as it is even in every other aspect of our life and when you read the bible like it's important to go into it if you do read it go in with an open mind and not take it mm -hmm. for like surface value because there's yeah. a reason why the stories are confusing like you read revelations and the things it talks about people don't experience that in the world. And that to me is like, okay, this is code for something. This isn't just yeah. to be taken as like, yes, some, you know, angel is going to come down and smite you with fire and stuff. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And I remember like when I was, so when I was little, I did go through the, um, what's it called when you get, um, in Spanish, we call this primera comunión, first communion. Is that the same thing? Oh yeah. yeah. I had to go through that in school because I was in a Catholic school and I was in a middle school in, in Mexico. So annoying. Oh my god, okay. So, and then we had to read stuff <laughs> of the Bible and stuff and I was just like, what is this? <laughs> you know, like I didn't resonate at all with it. Um I did like some of the messages for sure, yeah. But uh, I knew there was something I was totally off and then just you know, the fact that it comes from this system that wants to keep people entrapped and like not discovering their gifts mm -hmm. because they make Jesus seem like, oh, this is like a, a being that's so powerful and like see, making it seem like you can never be like him, whereas we all have these abilities in reality, you know? Yeah. So, and guilting people, making you feel yeah. like you're a sinner and you have to 
you know, like you're never able to reach that. And the reason like, you know, for example, for Eve, like shaming women for, Mm. oh, well you, your ancestor ate the apple. So you're going to suffer. And there's just so much shaming. And I'm like, this guy's, it's bigger than this. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Look at our society and look at who's in charge. And you tell me that they took that book and they presented it the way it was you know everything is manipulated in some way by those forces yeah and I do think it did did affect me anyways you know because I was being taught these things even though I wasn't really conscious about it I just knew something was off but it did affect the way um you know growing up and everything and all the judgment and all that stuff um, and then also I heard that even the um, it's called a crucifixion is that what you call it when they use on on the that, that was also um like a how do you call it like a hologram that was created for people that that didn't really happen apparently that mm-hmm. they wanted people to think that that happens to 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 um you know that, to, that people would be afraid and the message was like look what will happen to you if you dare do something similar you know so yeah. it was going against the system so they, yeah. apparently this was staged like a hologram that's what i heard twice at least so i think i resonate with that it's, it's really interesting <sighs> yeah there's so much it's just all about like keeping you from expanding on your mind and expanding into who you are and that just like why would you not want to explore none of us know for sure but why take what people say as your truth if you don't even know yourself or you don't know what's out there yeah constant growth (laughs) yes I know and well, and then there are, what's cool is that we at least, um, we have like clues or codes that are put in places and in situations that we have in our lives um, that activate us, apparently. That's what I heard. And I, re- I totally resonate with that because I do feel like there are some things that completely activated me, especially recently, even things that I've seen in movies where I'm just like, something happens inside you, just like, whoa, in shock. And, and, um, and you realize certain things, and sometimes even unconsciously. And that brings me to the to the other thing I wanted to talk about with you is how art does this too. It's like super activating, you know, and wow, yeah. it's like it's so this is this is what I also really even felt. I lived it with that you know, the first very first mushroom trip I did. <laughs> that was like like there are feelings, the sensations that you have and you don't have words for them and they're like seeing things or like how can I explain this? So it's like, wow, this is like art. It's like these visions that people get and stuff and like without necessarily even having to take any drugs or mushrooms or whatnot. I love like my sister's an artist. Like she does similar things that you do. I just love it because like she does these um faces like, you know, blue and all these other colors and like when I was having my trip, I was looking at myself in my phone, like, oh, there's like a bunch of blue coming out. And like, but it's like, oh, wow, <laughs> so beautiful. I was like, what? Ah, you have to like see it, you know, to believe it. Like, yeah, anyway, so I was like, wow, I get it. I get it. You know, like how art is so important because some things you just can't put words into and to activate people, you're not just going to tell them, hey, um, you know, DNA activations and stuff and, and breathing, you know, like you're, ta- you're telling them things, but I just feel like art is so much better, you know? So just tell me what you think about what I just said. And uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Art's always been like such a, 
huge passion of my life and I've always felt just so much importance with it because it really expands on like your creativity and every one of us is creative in your in our own way it's just not all of us are tapped in but it's it's like art is so free flowing there's no restrictions there's no boundaries there's no rules it's it's a space that you can create in whatever way speaks to your heart I mean, it's, it's beautiful because, you know, heart and earth both have art within it. And, and Mm. that's like the center, that's the center of the word. And that speaks to us as well, because how we create art is, is I always like to call it our heart song. Uh It's the way that we express ourselves and people can feel that. Yeah. People can yeah. feel the way that you express however it is. Maybe it is speech for some people or written art or um, visual art, but it transcends the one sensation of just our speech because, you know, we have so many different senses. And art, I view it as like being multidimensional like us. So it's like it, we can really tap into that because it, there are no boundaries with art. It goes beyond. So it goes within all of our senses and it speaks to us on different levels. It might speak to your heart. It might speak more to your mind. It might just resonate with you. But the, the feelings of art are so powerful and why you can like feel so emotional looking at a piece or fall yeah. in love with it. It's... Mm. I find it so beautiful and like seeing people's creations is always such a blessing because we're all so gifted in different ways and everyone has a different way to share it. Yeah, I I love it too because like everybody's going to have a a different feeling from it. Like not everybody's going Mm -hmm. to see it the same way. Like for example, maybe the artist was thinking about a specific moment in their life at that point and that had a you know strong emotion. And then somebody feels that but they're going to also see it through their filter and it brings something yeah. up for them, you know? Yeah. So it brings them something up for them. And those emotions actually are, are really activating emotions. I do feel like they activate our DNA and I've felt this, like you release something and it just opens up these like portals in your body. So, and that through art, I think that's just so powerful, you know, cause you don't really even have to put words into it. You just show it to someone. Mm-hmm. It's so healing when, when people do art, you know, a lot of times if you'll see artists who might've painted say at the darkest times of their life, or like for me, art is healing. When I'm at some of my lows, I, I'm creating art and it, it's just amazing the differences of it. And it really does heal your soul because you can just express in a way, like if you don't feel like talking or speaking to someone it's just you creating and surrendering to that flow within you and it Mm. sometimes then you can cry and just release it all out it's like another stream of emotion basically yeah (laughs) so true i do believe that all of us have that uh capability of being artists in some way you know it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be it could be any other thing but I do yeah. feel like a lot of us are blocked in that sense, like, um, especially with school, you know, yeah. school does with, with children. Yeah, what I'm seeing, for example, right now with uh, what I'm working on in psychology is that they've done studies where they show that creativity 
the more a, a person stays in school, the less creative they become. And they, because they do the creativity test for kids when they're in kindergarten, then apparently around fourth grade, it's like the creativity drops like horribly. So it's like that fourth grade, fourth grade curve, I think they call it. Yeah. So, and then, but they did see that with the students that were in um, al like alternative forms of like school, because it, there's also like other uh, methods, you know, like Montessori, I don't know if, how do you say this one in English, but Montessori is like a really well-known one here where there, where students are actually uh, more like enticed to follow what they naturally want to do. And, but the, the issue is that those need to be small groups of kids. You know, we, one professor can't like, be with 30 kids at the same time and like go with every one of them and teach them like according to their skills etc so what they do in these schools and they're private schools and that's why you know not everybody has access to them sadly is that i don't know if you've heard of these like, they take you know small groups and then they're like going with each kid and seeing what they're what they're better at naturally and everything and that's the way it should be for everybody but the school system is like they're just you know it cramped, like they're crammed in one classroom, like 30, 40 kids. Like, what is that, you know? Yeah. The school's a matrix system. It, exactly, it just yeah. stifles kids. And that is sad because you think about the structure they'll put in, like math and social studies and science and all these things. But things like art or music, those are always considered electives and not necessary when as kids we should be letting them express like let them be kids let them create more mm -hmm. than try to jam them with learning you know yeah. the, the school system has to be completely rewritten <laughs> i know it's not that's like it's gonna be a lot of work i was talking to someone about this recently as well it's like that's going to be a ton of work and it needs but it needs to be done and more mm -hmm. of those methods where they're like you know kids are actually doing more things outside as well and like yoga and all these things that help them move their body and not just being inside with these artificial lights and also mm -hmm. um yeah just you know writing i remember like when i was in kindergarten it was so first i hated school and then i started kind of liking it like i got so used to it that i was like okay well this is what i guess this is how it is and so I was just, yeah, I was like, okay, I need to get straight A's all the time. And I was like that. I, I got straight A's all the time, et cetera. But you do feel like you're, you're trapped. You, know, you never feel happy. You get one A and then you want to get another. And then you're like not even happy about that afterwards. And, and what, what's the point? Like you're not even going to end up doing what you studied for. I, like I was supposedly, yeah, supposedly. So I did an MBA and I was supposed to be in marketing <laughs> for my master's in an MBA. I had done psychology for my major, but then I was like, finally, that's not what I really want to do because I was like, it's too much like to be, um, clinical psychology was what I was going to do supposedly, you know, um, because I was like being called to like, uh, assist people and things like that, but it was way too, yeah, I didn't just didn't like it, like the, the standard tests and all that stuff and then listening to people, but like just the way it's structured in psychology and the system is not not really very nice. So yeah, I was like, no, I'll go do a, a major in a, a master in business. So I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, after that, I was like, nope, marketing, like what? Yeah, it's just office work and all that stuff is not for me. So now I'm back into psychology, but yeah, still not, you know, it's still not like the, I was talking to this about, you know, the previous podcast as well. Like, uh, yeah, I like it. It's just that I don't feel like it's 
what we're heading towards, you know, in this new earth, like this, um, all the stuff of putting people into boxes and having them do tests all the time and stuff like that. Um, but it's cool. I am, what the thing is, I am learning a lot of stuff and, and I think it'll help me like, uh, you know, like just it, maybe understand more like the people that are, that I'll be helping later on. Probably that's kind of how I see it right now is like a training ground. So it's been really good, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, this is definitely not the way it should be always, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, it's like school, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, how about your journey? What did you do for studies? Or, or, or yeah, tell me a little bit about that. How you've lived? That. I was, girl. Yeah, I don't. I don't resonate with school. <laughs> it was. It was really rough. But um, I went into college and I really wanted to do art, but my um family didn't think I could do it. So. Um, they had actually persuaded me not to, which was really rough because I was in a more vulnerable state at the time Mm -hmm. and um, took their opinion to heart. So I ended up not, even though that's like part of my soul calling. And I went into an aspect of forestry, which is cool because I do really love nature and stuff. But it's just when you go into college and they ask you to pick a major how can you really choose when you haven't experienced these things like they expect you to just know what you're gonna do and know what that job is gonna be but how can you do that if you haven't had that experience and you haven't been able to like test the waters with it you know yeah everything if they gave those opportunities to then people might be more certain but that's like a life decision. They're asking you to choose true. one thing that you're supposed to stick with, you know? That is so <laughs> true. I know, huh? It's like, and then based on your decision, you're going to get all these classes that you have to absolutely take. And then if you don't like yeah. it, you're going to have to switch majors. And that's a whole, you know, you're like derailing. Uh, yeah, it's, it gets longer yeah. and then you have to pay more. Because in the U.S., oh my God, because I studied like in the U. I was in the U.S. with my major and my, my master's. It's so expensive everybody's in debt like I don't know like how you guys do that like uh, I was luckily I was really lucky because I don't I've just always been lucky with these kind of things I got like a scholarship and I had a job like, I had two jobs or three I didn't even know like I did a bunch of stuff and then my parents were giving me money see all these things scholarship two or three jobs plus my parents and that was like yeah barely enough to cover everything so mm-hmm. it's crazy how expensive it is and how it's just not even helping people in their personal growth half the time. <laughs> no. To be honest, there's so many people that you'll hear about students going to school and then they'll just party on the weekend or spend big drinking yeah. parties and yeah. they waste their college life and then they don't learn anything and they spend all all the money and go into debt. But even people who do take it seriously, they might not get into the career that they wanted to. And I don't know, college for me, I, I don't feel it was a part of my journey because it did teach me things. And I do know there's things that led to where I am now, but mm-hmm. it's, I don't recommend it if you don't resonate with the school system, because I feel like you should really listen to your heart and you don't need to go to college. <laughs> 
True. It definitely not. <laughs> yeah, true. But then you've got the parents, you know, behind all that. And then yeah. you, you basically have to be a rebel and just leave your house and abandon your family if you don't want to go through all that stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, you have one choice, you know, like to be with you, have your parents with you, have them help you and be supported or just, you know, go out into the wild and like... <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing, like, if, if your family was paying for it, and they really wanted you to go, well, then maybe, but most of the families just want you to go because they want you to have that degree, like, they want you to yeah. have that certificate, but they, they might not be able to financially support you, so then you're going and spending your money on something that doesn't guarantee anything. And they might have the intentions of wanting you to succeed, but that doesn't mean that you will in the way that they envision. You know, that's they're uh, putting yeah. that onto you. But exactly. Did you go to school in, in, in Wisconsin or Mitzconsin as you like to call it? Because like Yeah. You did? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Where? Because you know, I told you I lived for a year in Wisconsin when I was mm -hmm. little. I told you. And this yeah. was like when I was um what was I like five or six? I think I was like six years old. Wait, what is first grade? When you're in first grade of school, like six years old, seven, uh, somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. <laughs> anyway, but I was little. Anyway, so and I went to, and we lived in Lakewood. Was it Lakewood? No, that's Minnesota. Sorry, that was in Minnesota as well. But um, in Wisconsin, <laughs> I think I told you where did I live? Mil it wasn't Milwaukee. It was um, oh shoot, I forgot. I think it was Waukesha. Where did I tell you I lived? I forgot. I look. I had to look it up because I was like, "Where was my school?" It was like it was called Summit View, a beautiful school. And then uh, we got there. When we got there, it was December or something. Like it was snowing so much, and I was like, <laughs> "It was." I've never seen so much snow in my entire life. It was like you know up to here and. And at first I was like, oh my God, this is so much fun. And then after <laughs> two or three months, I'm like, when is this going to end? Like, when am I going to see summer? Like, what the fuck? But it's so long over there. What the hell? <laughs> it is. It's so long. Like, that's why so many people get really depressed. The seasonal yeah. affective disorder. Because <gasps> our winters oh, yeah. are so long and so cold. You know, it, it can be really rough, especially if you don't like winter. My mom was so depressed. She, yeah, she hated, she hated living in the U.S., like, in general. And then we took her to this place mm -hmm. where, you know, my dad takes us to this place where it's, like, just a bunch of snow all the time. We were like, oh, my God. So depressed, my poor mom. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I know. And, oh, you know what I did like, though? I loved, um, where's this place? Oh, wait, no, that's Minnesota. I don't know why I keep confusing Wisconsin. <laughs> it's like. Well, they are, they're both very um, similar in the way that, like, Minnesota has more wake, more lakes, but they both have a lot of trees and a lot of yeah. forests and a lot of water. So it, it kind of feels like you're going into a similar state, because I've been True. to Minnesota, and it's super beautiful as well. It is. Have you been to Oregon? That's my favorite place. Yeah, Oregon. I have. Oh, I love I Oregon loved so Oregon. much. Oh, the mountains and that's when I was older so I actually could act um what's it called um more like um uh, enjoy I guess the, even if it snowed it wasn't that bad it didn't snow as much as in Wisconsin and then I did a lot of trail running there that was amazing as you know have you heard of trail running like super long running races every single summer there was like 50ks and uh just ultra marathons wow. yeah stuff like that and there was this one that climbed all the way up to this Mount Ashland 
Mount Ashes is like everybody goes skiing there and stuff, and it's like a it's super high. It's like I, never mind. I don't remember the, the thousand feet. Maybe? I don't know. I'm very bad at uh, keeping like numbers in my head, but it's super high. So anyway, there's a half <laughs> half marathon. So half marathon is um in kilometers. What is that? Uh, so it's uh, thirteen kilometers just up, 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 up the whole time, the whole time until you got all the way up to this huge ball, but you had to have to like crawl your way up to it at the end. It was horrible. Like there were rocks and stuff and oh I was like God. gliding and like <laughs> <laughs> so nature over there. Oh my God. Amazing. I just love the, that area as well. So yeah. Anyway, that's like one place I would really like to live in if you know, I could move from here or where there was, I like beaches too. So I, either the beach or like just like where there are trees in general I'd love to live there because here it's just you know city mostly most of the time around here I do live mm -hmm. next to a forest so that's pretty nice oh that's nice yeah that's super nice I remember you saying about your walk your walks um at night and stuff and I'm like ah, sometimes I, I would go running and I would have like a headlamp of course but like because I can't see shit then I, I was like <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I can't really see from very far to begin with. I don't wear glasses or anything, but like from far away, I'm like, who is that? And some people are like, you didn't even say hi to me on the street. Like I saw you and you just ignored me. I'm like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I don't, I can't see it. <laughs> but um, anyway, so in the dark, I was like, oh yeah, okay. I have a headlamp and I would like sometimes go running and stuff. And I love that. Like, even though it's, it's a little scary sometimes, but I'm like, it, you know those fears I used to be so afraid of the dark when I was little and I just feel like uh kind of um what's it called overcoming that fear has been something that I, I've been doing lately and that helps a lot you know just like push yourself to go okay I'm afraid of the dark but I'm gonna go anyways mm -hmm. and, uh, feel safe like you were saying something about you know you're safe because when you're afraid of the dark yeah. it's because you don't feel safe in your environment yeah I I don't wear I don't use any lights. I love hiking without anything, just my eyes. <laughs> but well, at least you can I, see. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love hiking. You're not running. Alone. <laughs> no. Yeah. I just it's very meditative and like under the mm. stars and I don't know. I always feel safest there, like in the dark, which is kind of funny because most people think in the light and that it'd be, you know, scary that there could be someone there or yeah, some kind of situation but yeah and then you have you have all these stories of like oh my god there's a woman that was found dead and was raped and la 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 and those are the things yeah. that really scare <laughs> you you're like well me I like to think of it it was meant to be sorry you know like <laughs> that's just the way I see it if I'm meant to, yeah I'm not gonna if I feel like I'm not supposed to go somewhere I won't go because I feel I will feel it you know in my intuition now that I've actually worked a little bit more on my discernment and all that stuff you know I, I kind of feel and I've always kind of had this too since I was a little girl you know and um mm -hmm. knowing kind of where not to go and not, and things that I shouldn't do sometimes I would do them anyways but oh well you know <laughs> but I was I've always been protected and just trusting that nothing bad is going to happen to you and if something bad does happen it's supposed to happen just thinking about it that way changes your whole perspective, you know, and if, cause if you're always fearing things, then what's the point of living, you know? Yeah. It holds you back from doing things. It, it holds you back from following your dreams. Like my, my dad, when I first went on a retreat, like I, I flew to Hawaii and it was alone and 
they were so convinced I was going to be in a cult and like get kidnapped (laughs) and, you know, and I'm like, guys, I'm going to be fine. And after the trip, my dad was saying to me, like, I don't know how you did that. I could never, I'm not brave enough. And that, that kind of made me sad because it's like, they're so afraid of the world that they don't realize the experiences because it's just their mind holding them back. And there's so much possibility and the world, the world is only a scary place if, if you're seeing it that way and you make it that way, but we have this ability to see it in different ways. So it, Oh, that was going, crazy. Uh, going back to the fact that everything inside is reflected in, in your physical reality, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And everything that you create is for a reason as well. And even if it's something um, that you might think is evil or bad, it is there for a reason. So you, ha- you kind of have to see it mm-hmm. that way instead of saying, oh, things are ha- bad things are happening to me. No, they're happening because of you. So just changing that perspective, mm-hmm. you know, help, helps you get through those things as well when they when they do present themselves. So yeah, that's super important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some um, of the times that we have like the lowest, like when we think we're something bad is happening to us, it can take some time to realize that that may have been a blessing to teach us something. Like you might not realize for years down the road, but things don't happen to you like to punish you it's there's a reason and you may not see the reason but there is a reason and and that's the power behind it because it none of us are victims to like the universe if if you see it as that way then like you're always going to be giving your power and wanting to blame people but it's so much deeper than that yeah, exactly. It's it's you have to step out of that victim mentality, right? It's like, oh, they did this to me, mm-hmm. or this happened to me, and and that's not going to help you in in your growth because that's just seeing again, that's seeing things as external and separate from you. You have to start seeing things yeah. as part of you and coming from you because you're experiencing them through your hologram. And that's, I think, very hard for a lot of people. Even, you know, even knowing this, sometimes sometimes things happen and right away, the first thing is that you, you want to blame someone or you think that it's, oh, this is super bad. But, um, but, you know, it's just a matter of training your brain to see it from like switching that perspective. And, and that can take some time because, you know, sometimes knowing things is one thing and really feeling them and embodying that knowing is just completely different. So, yeah, yeah, that's like, yeah, it's a it's a deep journey. <laughs> it is, it but is. It's, it's so worth it because if it if you begin that journey, like no matter where you are, a couple years down the road, when you look back at the person that you were, you probably aren't gonna regret where you are now and want to go back because it's it's so freeing and it. It will set you free the more you really allow yourself to experience this and see the world in a different way. Yeah, that's beautiful. I totally agree with you on that. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, I had something else I wanted to ask you about. And um, there's something I had to do with walking in the forest. There was something about that. I don't remember. I kind of lost my my train of thought. I was like, oh, I need to ask for this. Uh, it'll come back. It'll come back. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what is your uh, view on where we're heading right now as a um, as a collective? That's another question. It just came to mind. I didn't have that plan, but like. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I feel like um, 2020 kind of like set the bar for really doing that inner work within ourselves. And if we have done a lot, like if you're in a place that you really spent a lot of time introspective last year, this year I really feel like is going to be showing us external change. And it might not be like super dramatic if you're thinking like, oh, the whole government's going to be thrown over. There'll be little changes first because, you know, it's not just like an instant transformation, but I feel like we're really going to start seeing better changes in society. But it's really important to continue doing the work on yourself and not like expect anything. But it, I don't, I don't know. I think it's really cool because we're having more and more freedom. I'm seeing in my reality that like, it's really more and more opportunities are coming mm. and it's so profound, but first being able to access that by being open to it and seeing it and not getting caught up in like all the drama that goes on behind the scenes. Cause mm-hmm. that's, that's part of trying to like detract you from what you're here to do. Just like come here and find your soul purpose. Cause that's, the most important thing that's what's going to make you feel fulfilled feel happy feel yeah complete yeah i i agree with you on the the little changes for soul i do think that a lot of people are are waiting for something like huge you know to happen mm-hmm. every time that have you noticed like every time they set either a day or a big thing that's yeah. happen it's like when it doesn't, everybody's super disappointed. They're like, oh, what's next? You know, it's kind of what you were saying. Yeah. Our Zoom meeting. That was like, I thought that was so right on. Like, point. No, what's it called? Uh, spot on. That's that's the phrase I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> some of the, you know, I mix some of the phrases like when it, because of English that I'm not practicing like all the time. But like, that I mix up the phrases and sometimes it comes in like a French thing said in English. I'm like, oh, that's not it. <laughs> but, oh my gosh, I bet. <laughs> So anyway, I thought that was spot on what you said about the little changes and, and that's reflecting also the what we're doing, each of us eternally and everything. And also, what else was I going to say? Um, yeah, just the, the fact that this year, I do feel like it's going to be more of a, um, uh, yeah, it's going to be representing a lot of the work, but we also have to like start maybe forming, I feel like there's going to be a lot of alliances forming and it's already, it's already done like with a lot of people but many more because we're connecting you know online and things like that and it's going to start becoming a little bit more concrete I think the way of like maybe our soul paths and everything and yeah that now everybody's you know really trying to find their true purpose you know instead of having uh, these um, jobs where you're just like working nine to five and all that a lot of people are trying to step out of those jobs and um and finding alternative things you know to do i I see that a lot so that's really cool and um even the yeah this economic system i do feel like it's it's not necessarily going to collapse like you said like you know it's not all of a sudden but little by little i have been i i've I've experienced as well like uh, when i talk to other people um what they're doing is uh there's even Oh, what's it called? I forget what you call these. Um, uh, never mind. Anyway, there, there's these groups of people who are finding completely different ways of uh, making money. Or I've heard about also the new currencies that are coming up. And wow, there's just so many things that are going on behind the scenes. And 
that the more and more people uh, join these groups, the more we'll have other people notice that it's working, I think, and that's like gonna be very gradual, but yeah. Lots of stuff coming up in the next few years, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then all the people that are going to also wake up to their abilities and their gifts, you know, and all that, like telepathy and... Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, have you have you tried, like, telepathy is like a really cool thing I'm trying right now, and even with my daughter, with other people and stuff, it's, it's really cool to see how it actually does work, you know, it's like, wow. I know I saw that video that you shared and I was like oh my gosh that's so cool like just how you wrote it and then she she guessed it it's like wow (laughs) that was like a moment where we were super tapped in both of us because like I sent her the color like telepathically I tell her like I see the color and I try sending it to her there are moments where we're not like you know when she doesn't get it right or she says like three colors and then she'll get it right but I do feel like there's this connection of course and sometimes it's just not there's something there's static there or no you know it's not always fluid like that but most of the time it's like what yeah yeah most of the time we we get it right and so she does it with me and uh and and yeah and the same you know both ways so um, it's something that you have to like practice another thing is remote viewing which is really cool I, I like to do that as well it's like you imagine like where you're going next like if you're, you're walking somewhere like okay what am I going to see in this area that I'm walking to you, things come to me and I've had that too like colors like people in a certain color of a shirt or something and then then, then I'll see it and I'm like whoa that's crazy so and then sometimes it's like oh maybe it's a coincidence you know but the more you do it the more you start trusting that that is possible all these things mm-hmm. and we are technology I mean we're like I love this you know this um this I've been hearing it everywhere too it's that humans are much more powerful than any technology or artificial intelligence anywhere and we have to wake up to that so yeah yeah people don't believe it it's like nah you know always always yeah taught to look for something external you know to be able to communicate or to be able to do things and normally we have all we can do it all we're (laughs) just told like to keep us in like a weaker state or you know believing that we can't do it but it's so true like we have so much capability we don't even realize I mean you hear the stories about people who've saved like during a a flash of when they had a adrenaline rush and they could like lift up a car or run at a super high speed that that's just like one percent we we don't even know and we've not been taught that because they don't want us to know yeah and all these yeah all these characters from you know even like greek mythology which i know you love it's like this stuff i do feel like it actually happened you know and it's like it seems like it's myth but it's not it's real so oh my gosh we have a a glitch here i can't see you anymore (laughs) Can you hear me? I think it's, oh, there you go. There you're, I you're can, yeah. Oh, now you're back. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I think that's like a sign that, it, and then we've been talking for a while. So, <laughs> so we're going to keep getting glitches, I think. So, we're, we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> but, okay, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's been so amazing. But, yes, about, you know, Greek mythology and stuff. It's just like, yeah, I love it too. And 
yeah i do think that this kind of stuff we need to bring it all back you know <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah so well before we have any more glitches i would like to <laughs> thank you so much for for being here with me it's been really nice uh yeah, been... thank you so much for having me i appreciate uh -huh. it <laughs> <laughs> oh well so next time we talk hopefully um will be very soon and mm -hmm. I look forward to seeing what more art you're going to create and, you know, what other experiences you're going to share. So, yeah, love you so much. I'm so happy to have connected with you. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> yeah. We're just growing together on so many levels because it's Sky Astrology beyond this too. I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'll let you know when this is uploaded. I'm going to upload it here in a bit and I'll send you the, I'll uh, tag you in it and stuff. I'll like post a few clips and stuff. I'm going to choose some and yeah. So <laughs> I'll keep you posted. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, have a great Sunday, right? It's still Sunday over there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Time changes. You never know what the hell's going on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> I love you and I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> okay, I love you too. Take care. Take care. Thank <laughs> you. Bye. 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 <laughs>